Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. All right. Part two of Kickback TV Live from Atlanta. Let me go ahead and repost the show one good time. One time for the one time. Um, I want some fried chicken. Mel's making fried chicken tonight. Everybody meet at Mel's house. Y'all put it in our fried. Um, yep. That will be some fried chicken. I like my fried chicken. I'll go get some chicken. Shit, you go get it, I'll fry it. That's a bad. We need, we need some shows to come back. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. Ain't, we used to have Sunday shows like Power, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Insecure. Um, Power comes back July first. Okay, so that's damn our last show. We gonna do our last show and then we gonna yeah. sit here and watch goddamn Power. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Right, we will. I'm with it. I'm taking off the. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not, but I, I want to. I don't want to go. I'm, I'm. Anyway, welcome back to Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, Part Two, also known as the Black CNN, and the revolution <coughs> will be televised. I'm new, the mayor of Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Every Sunday at 7 p.m., we right back at it. Shaolin, fantastic. You hear me? What up, y'all? It's the birthday girl. So, Mello, also known as Melody Dion, House Forehand, the Queen of Creeps, the Breakup Man, also known as the Conscious Creep. Okay, yeah. I was worried for a minute. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah, me a little worried. I don't know if I said it right. But I tried. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's JB Frank, that gangster geek rep- representing them nerds with attitude. <laughs> Happy Sunday, everybody. Yeah, and, um, everybody share the, share the show. One more good time. One more good time. And uh, we're going to get back into uh, our uh, topics. What else we got? Question of the day. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to separate the man from the music? Um, I'm going to say... There are levels to this shit. Certain things I will not accept and I will fall back from. Other things I might. I don't know. Um, I don't feel like it's an issue of like me being fake or even me being inconsistent. It's just certain things mean more to me than other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, rapper getting arrested for a, a DUI, I'm not going to stop listening to your music. But, um, you know, maybe if, if I find out you piss on little girls, I will stop listening to her. And there are some great areas because I don't know what I feel about Kanye right now, honestly. Um, I know that I want to hear from Nas because the story is Khalees put out there that he used to beat her. Um, and I want to I wanna hear I want to hear about that. Um, before I make my decision, I want to at least give him the opportunity to say he didn't do it or he mm-hmm. did do it, he's wrong, or he or she exaggerated or 
or he's 100% guilty and he don't give a fuck. Like, I want to hear something mm-hmm. um, before I can really make an informed decision. But, I, I, of course, I can't support anybody beating a woman. So, I mean, I can't support the act of that. I can't be in favor of that. Doesn't mean I won't listen to the music, but I, I'm not in favor of that. And I don't really know what to do with all of this. It goes back to almost like boycotting, mm-hmm. like H and M. I haven't bought anything from H and M since all of that shit happened. Um, which actually forced me to find some new stores that I really like. So that actually was a good thing uh, for me because by not going to H and M, I found I got a new favorite store. Um, Is it where we go? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know. Like the NFL, like I said, I always said NFL. It, people like, hey, fuck the NFL, I ain't watching, I don't care. I'm like, I, fuck the NFL, I ain't watching. I do care, though. I miss I miss football. I really, I love fucking football. So it, it is an active sacrifice that I know is hurting me more than it hurts anybody else. Um, but I can't bring myself to forgive what, they do, what they're doing to watch it. Nas, I'm listening to the music, and his music has an uplifting message. So you, you, how do you weigh this? He gives uplifting messages, but he beats his women. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like Bill Cosby. Uplifting message, uplifting images. But he's fucking raping women. Ah. Ah. <laughs> what do you do? Sidebar. Bill Cosby. He's uh, divorcing him. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't surprise me. Um, it's, a, it's a tough conundrum because... Um, on the one hand, we all go through this life and make mistakes and whatnot. Um, you know, imagine, imagine if, and imagine if every nebulous moral decision you made literally, literally cost you your job, literally cost you your livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and it's a it's a tough question to ask yourself, and it's a tough. I'm not gonna question. let you slide with that, JB. What was that? What was that sentence you just said? Every Negative, nebulous. I said. Break that down. I said. I said every nefarious, oh, every, nefar- every nefarious, nefarious, nefarious decision we make. Uh-huh. I, I, heard I, I heard nebulous. I just didn't nebulous. know what it meant. Oh, I, I, was, I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying okay. he said it wrong. Okay. No, I was I, just wondering. I, I wanted to tell what the fucking meant. If I did say nebulous, then I was wrong. <laughs> I meant nefarious. I meant. Uh, I meant bad. Bad. Uh, I, I, I was. I. It's yeah, used a word. I'm not. I'm, what, what is so, nebulous? Nebulous is like cloudy. Like you don't. You don't know what it is or or it isn't. It's 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 basically morally gray. Um, Oh, confusing, but that was the wrong I word. I like that word. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, using it. <laughs> um, it this this bothers me and has bothered me for a minute. Um, at the same time, the conclusion that I drew was, I'm gonna make those decisions based on how I feel about what happened and, and about what that person did. Uh, the big thing for me is, if there is a public moral outcry, meaning you are acting ass in public, and not trying to hide it and not anything, then I'm probably not rocking with you at all. You know, at all. I Kanye. Mm-hmm. But if you did some shit in the privacy of your own home or in your own personal life, and then I found found out about it, first of all, I need to figure out whether or not this shit is actually true. You know, before I make any sort of moral decision about what I'm gonna do with you. And then at that point, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna move from there. Moreover, if somebody else makes a moral decision like that, I'm gonna respect their decision. I'm not gonna call them crazy or stupid or whack or whatever, whether they decide to listen to something or not. And I think that's where things get gray because somebody else says, Oh, well I'm boycotting Nas, this, that, and third, and somebody else says, Well, I'm not. You gotta be careful not to judge that person mm -hmm. who you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, exactly, exactly my point. Like that and that's what it comes to, you know, whatever whatever ethos you have in your head that makes you make those decisions, do it, be consistent, but don't judge other people for not doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that. No, you wanna go over the comments? I know I asked who you were responding to some to something. Um, I wanna say Frank Tate said, let me pull it back up. Yeah. Um, Made the comment about why did these allegations come out when they were going through the divorce mm -hmm. and fighting for custody. And uh, I guess my thought behind it is maybe because I feel like Khalees said something about them both being abusive towards each other. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they just avoided that subject altogether because it would have made them both look bad. And then, and then it brings into question like, well, shit, do we decide to leave this child in either parent's custody? Because they're, if they're both, like, abusive, you know, that's just my thought. I'm speculating. I don't know if that was the case. There's a real, there's a real simple answer for that. In, in court, especially in divorce court, every fucking thing you bring up as a potential issue, moral, physical, whatever costs you literally dozens of thousands of dollars like every single solitary one there's shit that you just don't bring up in divorce court because even talking about it is going to cost you another twenty thousand dollars because you got four lawyers over here and four lawyers over there and you got to spend hours making sure people even just understand the shit it's literally it's literally that logistical like why don't we set this shit to the side so we don't have to pay a hundred grand to talk about it? That would have taken a whole lot of time and money. That's what I'm saying. And That's what I'm saying. It would have been ugly on on, on both sides. Unfortunately, both their careers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to avoid it, just don't even mention it because it's not gonna make either party look good. Nope. So. Nope. And it's gonna cost both of them a pile of money. <laughs> yeah. Lawyers love that shit. Oh shit, they talking about cheating or abuse or some shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen, I've seen, their eyes light up. You think it's so goddamn excited? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. You don't, you don't do that in there. But yeah, I mean, you know, I think it comes down to that, you know? I mean, at this point, I'm, uh, I'm listening to Nas' CD. Um, I only like it a little bit, so mm -hmm. I'm not, like, Nas is one of my favorite artists, so it, it isn't a big sacrifice to not listen to him, but I haven't been compelled to not listen. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really listening anyway, because yeah, he's not one of my favorites. And same thing with Kanye. I, I wanted to hear what he said on the, on his project, because I knew he was going to address a lot of the shit. And what he said was, he, you know, he sounded stupid. He was trying to say one thing, and it came out the wrong way, and he sounded stupid. He knows he sounded stupid. And I'm just like, okay, I'll wait for you to say it the right way. So say it the right way, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go, oh, yeah, he did say it wrong. But until you say it again the way you really meant it, yeah. and, and I'm not offended by that part of it, then I was going to fuck you. Yeah. yeah. But I did listen to the CD because I wanted to hear what he was going to say. 
And the song he did with T.I. that was supposed to explain it or whatever. Nah, I mm, nah. <laughs> didn't really explain it. No. Shout out to Tip, but um, it didn't really explain it for me. Um, what else do we have? Um, Lil <clears throat> Wayne finally went his battle against Birdman. Yeah, it's Cash about money. time. And he kind of finally got his money. Now the yeah. Carter Five is coming out. The Carter Five is coming out on Universal, not on Cash Money Records. Um, they awarded him between eight and ten million dollars. Um, I'm happy for Lil Wayne. He's got his freedom. He can move the way he wants to move. He's not contractually hindered, in, you know, mm-hmm. with any of his moves. I just hope the music is good mm-hmm. because I started not liking Lil Wayne music, right. and. Let's be clear. It's almost become cliche to be like Lil Wayne Whack now. Because some of the shit he's put out has been, I don't know what the fuck it's been. But there was a time, we we can sit here and debate this. There was a period of time when Lil Wayne was the best rapper alive. Yeah. It may have been one year, maybe in three years, you know, depending on who you talk to. But he owned a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. owned it. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to him getting back to that. I don't know if he can. I don't know mm-hmm. if he will. Mm-hmm. But Lil Wayne was one of my favorite rappers um, until he got into this weird space. Mm-hmm. And so I would love for him to get back to that good Lil Wayne, the Lil Wayne that I love playing, the Lil Wayne that I had, all the bootleg mixtapes and man, Jump Three. Yeah. And, and I always say this, but I'm, I'm gonna say it again today. Just in, in, in shout out to Lil Wayne, Jump Three is the only CD mixtape I ever heard that made me retire. I retired for like three weeks. I heard it and I said, I can't rap better than this. Like, I can't. So, I'm going to chill. Like, I remember like, when that's how. <laughs> that, that, I that's when I where I put that mixtape in Lil Wayne at that point. I was like, I. Because I, I can hear somebody just rap like, I can get a better punchline than that. Fuck that nigga. I stretch my flow like this. Fuck that nigga. I heard that shit and I was like, there's nothing I can do. There's <laughs> nothing I can do. Like, I, I, I can't beat this. I had to really sit back. It made me step my game up, but I had to really sit back and be like, hey, I got to be honest with myself. Like, I can't do better than that shit. So if he gets back to that place, man. I missed the Carter. Like, the yeah, first Carter, yeah, that was yeah, a dope ass Yeah, CD. I love that. The whole Carter series. Yeah, yeah but the first well, Carter was like. Yeah. It, it, the, the first Carter was the one that. Say, wait a minute. Yeah. Everybody yeah. look at Lil Wayne right yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing something. Yeah. He's doing something. Um, and I was a Lil Wayne fan from when he was a little kid, like when he couldn't cuss on his albums because I was a Hot Boys fan. Um, so I've always liked Lil Wayne. Um, I never thought he was the best early on, mm-hmm. but I always liked him. He was witty. Right. Like I remember on um, the Hot Boys song before he had an album, he was like, um, hold up, what's, what's wrong? Why you want to fight? I just fucked it last night. I didn't know that was your wife. But it was like a funny line. So he was kind of comical to me. And I was like, I fuck with Lil Wayne. Hey? Little, little, little witty little lines. And then, of course, he became Weezy F Baby. You know, Lollipop, Carter Three, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. I, and I, I will get the new album. We'll see what it sounds like. Definitely. But I will get it. Like I will have it. Yeah. At this point, though, and now the that the, the Carter Five is coming out. Like, do you even really want to hear it? Like, how how relevant is it going to be? Because it's now been like years. Yeah. I assume he's going to update it. I would hope so. I, I I would hope so too. 
If he doesn't update it, I, I would think that he would put out the Carter Five and, and then another put, project. Put out the Carter Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah really put quickly. Out something else. Yeah, like like this is the album that I wanted y'all to hear. However, right, yeah. I got some new shit too. Uh, but ironically, you know, if you're not a, well, Lil Wayne is kind of he's not necessarily a subject matter rapper, but his punchlines are usually current. So if he's saying like, I'm a, you know, I'm a want for president like Hillary. Or, you know, whatever right. line, he'd be like, man, that's old as shit. Yeah. So I would think he has to update it because as a rapper, a punchline rapper, we like to use the hottest metaphors, like something that's going oh, yes. current. Something that we literally wanna, just happened. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so if you got punchlines from three years ago, it's like, wah, 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 wah. I'm a divorce, like Beyonce. Like, they didn't actually, they never went through a divorce. They actually got back together and now are happier than ever. That punchline doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. What else we got? <clears throat> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to Netflix. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Say it, skipped over that. So yeah. California is once again voting to split the state three ways. In, in, from To Northern California, Southern California. I think that's what it is. Northern California, Southern California, and California. Splitting the, splitting the population equally, but it would definitely have a huge impact economically. Um... I don't. I mean, I don't live in California. I I would not think this. I don't think this is a good idea, guys. I mean, they voted on it before, and it's more than likely not going to happen. Um, but yeah, this is not a good idea, guys. Yeah, I mean, this is this is an another attempt at redistricting on a grand scale, basically. Yeah. Fun fun fact about big states. Um, big states like California. The population centers are urban centers, Los, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego. Um, now, aside from San Diego, those urban centers happen to be overwhelmingly Democratic, which is why California 90% of the time votes Democrat. They've done so probably for the last 30 years. They've been trying to figure out how to break up that big California Democratic political mm-hmm. engine, and uh, since California voted Reagan out, of, I mean voted Bush out of office when they got Clinton in, they've been trying to figure out how to do this shit since then because California is such a political Democratic powerhouse. By breaking it into thirds, they lose, they they gain two of those states again, and they're trying to make them states so that they can get senatorial seats. Mm-hmm. Each state gets two senators. Right now, California only has two. They're trying to get six so they can get those four to be Republicans. You know what I'm saying? They're going to lose a portion of the state to the Democrats, but they don't want to lose the whole state. It's fucked up to this be able to do this. On the finest of levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It would be so so bad, in my opinion, if this were to happen. And I don't think it has. It stands a very good chance. Because the whole state would have to vote on something mm-hmm. like this, you know. I don't think it has a chance of passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all my women in California that love my music and buy my CDs don't vote against this. <laughs> yeah. If all y'all vote against it, then we'll be free, we'll be straight. Yeah. Anyway, I'm working on my wink. I'm working on my wink. Clearly, the sound effect too. You have something in your eye. <laughs> Netflix and chill. The originals! 
dude's been waiting to talk about this, guys. Man, I have my favorite show of the year is the originals. I binge the first four seasons, and I'm actually watching their final season five as it unfolds now. Um, it comes on CW. It's a vampire show. It's a spinoff of the Vampire Diaries, which I didn't watch. Um, cause it, I thought it was a little teeny bopper. Um, but I'm watching the originals now, and I love it. It's a vampire show. I I think right now I like it more than I like True Blood, and I love True Blood. Mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. this is just... Man, I'm telling you, like, uh, the characters on the show, I love them. Um, the character Nick Klaus, um, I see so much of myself in him, which can be bad, can yes. be good. But whatever you call it, I see myself in a character. And whenever you can watch a show and you see part of yourself in a character, you're going to be drawn to that show. Mm-hmm. And I look at his decisions and the way he moves, I'll be like, I see the mistakes he makes, I see the, the good things he does, and I see, I'm like, damn, that's me. Now, nobody's ever as extreme as a character on a TV show. So I'm not that extreme, of course. But um, I, I, I love his character. It, 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 it's a character that, that I'm totally wrapped up in. Like like Wolverine or the Hulk. Um, or uh, yeah, Wolverine and the Hulk. Those, those, I think those are eh, kind of to a lesser extent Thor. Wolverine and the Hulk were two characters that I really just saw myself in. And um, Nicholas is now one of my favorite characters. And... Um, the story is it, very complex characters. They um, nobody's one dimensional. Nicholas isn't just the evil bastard. He has so many good qualities, and his brother Eliza is not just the goody two shoes guy that they portray him as. He has a bunch of dark qualities. The characters are complex. The storyline unfolds amazingly, in my opinion. And it's my favorite show of the year. And I'm so sad that when I finally get into it, this is the final season. But there's a spinoff coming. Another one? Yeah, the the well, yeah, the daughter's gonna get a spinoff. Oh hope. Jesus. So I'm gonna um just recommend it's on Netflix seasons one through four. I would recommend you binge it ASAP and then follow season five as it ends, or you know, wait until season five ends and binge it when it's all on that when season five goes on Netflix. But I do not think it would disappoint. JB put me on to it, and everybody I told about it likes it. Um, I don't think anybody likes it as much as I do, but I haven't heard anybody say it was a bad show. Oh no, nah, it's a it's a it's a great show. Um, it's it's set in it's set in New Orleans, and, and New Orleans is like is like the mecca for any type of vampire shit going on. But they really bring out a lot of good qualities in the city and the show. You actually get yeah. to know New Orleans watching the show. And that was surprising. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 kind of threw me off because they celebrate a lot of black culture. Exactly. And I was exactly. Like, okay. Exactly. Okay. You get to know the real New Orleans in yeah. the show. And I I I dug that. <clears throat> I dug Marcel's character too. His whole his Hell whole yeah. backstory Hell is dope. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Really, really, just a really just a great series, and like you, like um, my nephew. Shout out to Sam. He 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 uh, he let me know about the show, um, and it first came on, um, and it didn't like for me. It didn't have shit to do with Vampire Diaries at all. So I watched the show like as if it was its own thing. I didn't know about you know what it followed or whatever, and I jumped on it immediately. So the whole Vampire Diaries thing didn't even occur to me. And I was like, oh, you know, it's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. I was like, this came from that shit? Because, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. again, I thought Vampire Diaries was some old... 
teen, whatever, you know, yeah. I, I ain't into that shit. But it's a good show. Strongly recommend that. And we'll bring you some more shows that we see because we're looking for TV yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, I, and I, I'll, I'll say this. It, the Originals is a show about the first vampires, mm-hmm. which, which is one family. Mm-hmm. Um, one family, um, uh, uh, the mother who's a witch, casts a spell, um, which turned, I guess, looking for immortality for her family. Mm-hmm. And wind up turning her children into vampires, and those were the first vampires. And whoever they turned into vampires, they sired. Um, all vampire lineage derives from that first family, and this is a story about that first family, modern day. The the vampire, uh, according to this story, the vampire life or vampire uh, existence is about a thousand years old, or you know, a little over a thousand years. So it's this family's what they've gone through after siring vampires for a thousand years in a world that already had werewolves and witches and then vampires coming in being very very powerful um great show i say check it out let us know what you think um i'm like i said i'm fully caught up i think jb's on season two or three Mm -hmm. mills on season Mm -hmm. two and a a couple of the homies are watching too so like yeah, yeah great show um what else we got that's it. That's it? Or is it another Todd Bridges thingy? Oh, yeah. A young lady who co-starred, um, did an episode on Different Strokes, who was interviewed and asked what was the most memorable moments of the show. And she referenced being, you know, kissed by Todd Bridges, forcibly kissed by Todd Bridges um, in the dressing room. Um, she was about 12, and he was about 14. And, uh, Certain factions of the Me Too movement, I will not indict the entire movement because that's not fair. Yeah. Certain factions of the Me Too movement jumped on this story. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. 12-year-old, 14-year-old, put his tongue in her mouth. You know, inappropriate, little aggressive, you know, should he know better, all, all of those things. But I don't know if this is now that we got to take everything from Todd Bridges. I don't think he has any fucking thing. So Todd it, Bridges' life already got him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we really need to take anything else from Todd? No. And maybe we'll talk about it next week, JB. Um, with a lot of these, some of these Me Too cases, and how they're like. This is talking about children. There were children when this happened. Mm-hmm. Fourteen and twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, you should always be respectful and always, you know, respect boundaries. But shit, these are children. I don't know if you can go back to somebody that was 14 and start ripping apart their life now that they're 50 based on something they did when they were 14. Because Lord knows if they look at you or male and which I did when y'all was 14, like me, I was I was an angel. I was innocent. I was in church. But those two, when they were 14, really, really, and we started thinking, we wouldn't even have this show no more if they looked at y'all past the things y'all two did. The only reason we probably still here is because of my innocence. Halo. See my halo? Halo. Ah! So violent when you're getting old and honorary. Thank you for pronouncing that correctly this time. <laughs> you old and honorary. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think I think more information is, I mean, I, I don't even know if a whole lot more information is required for this one. Uh, I, honestly, 
for this one, people just need to calm down, in my opinion. Calm the fuck down. We're talking about a 14 and a 12-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. We're literally basically talking about horseplay here, you know. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is not because I'm saying, oh, yeah, that's what kids do. I'm saying that because that's the way it was brought out in the article that's the way that's literally the way the event or the moment or whatever was described so how can you make a bigger deal out of it than the per you know the person the people themselves are making um Todd Bridges was like honestly I don't even remember that shit you know you know I'm 50 years old and we talking about something that happened when I was 14 like I don't even remember this shit happening but (laughs) he said I'm sorry if if like I can't, yeah. I can't run away yeah. from this shit, whatever it is. So I'm sorry if that's what happened, but I don't remember it. And you got to respect those comments, too, because I honestly, I, I mean, I think that's an honest way of responding to this kind of thing. You told me I about agree. some shit I did when I was 14 years old, and oh my God, you hurt me. I came back away from whether or not I did it, but at the same time, I don't remember that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything I did when I was 14. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember number this one girl that I did when I was 14. And on that note. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for tuning in. I think we only have two more, two shows, more shows before summer break. And then we'll take our break and we will see you lovely people in the, in the end of the summer around JB birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Be sure to uh, check out the podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are available. Be sure to watch the show on YouTube. If you're on Facebook and you follow us, our Facebook groups, Kickback TV Live from Atlanta or Rant Podcast, the show is always available there. And your comments make the show. You are our fourth host. We appreciate you. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, two more shows and then we take summer break next week. Weather permitting, we will be live at the pool with plenty of bug spray. Yes. And um that part. Yeah. That part. Um if you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Make sure you go back and watch some old episodes. Follow us on Facebook at uh at Kickback TV Show, on uh Twitter at Kickback TV Show, on Instagram at Kickback TV Show. But if you're on Christian Mingle, just go to Melanie Dion page oh. and she posts it on Christian Mingle. Right? Good night and God bless, (laughs) y'all. Jesus. Uno, we out.